ia te a te a taka ia te pai pai wa o uru mai te utupoto te ware kōrero e tū nei. Kia ora. welcome to Change Channel, a space to share tupuna wisdom, Māori ancestral knowledge with you and the world. Tēnā, wakarongo mai. Nō te ipureo tēnei kawenga o te pai pai wa o a Chase Channel. Inumia te kōrero. Chase Channel is brought to you by Te Ipurao. Taia te kōrero, taia te wānanga, taia te pai pai wa o kia uru mai rā koutou ki te ware kōrero e tū nei. Tenei te pō, nau mai te ao. E te ao, e te motu, e ngā kārangarangatanga koutou katoa kwa ui ui mai nei ki tēnei kātu ui ki te pai pai wa o e pā uatu nei te nā koutou, te nā koutou tēnā katoa tātou. A tēnā tātou i te aua ki o tātou mate, kei te pāpā Chris e moe. Koutou ki koutou, a ko tātou tēnei ko ngā matuetanga i oemi i nei e tangi nei tēnā katoa tātou. Kia ora everybody, Che Wilson here from Che's channel, te pai pai waho, and uh, it's Taite Talks. And tonight uh, is our fourth uh, session for season one. And uh, our manuhiri tonight is Tipene Kotro. So, introducing Tipene, and uh, I'm going to hand it straight over to you, Ho. Tipene, uh, no mai, uru mai, ki roto ki te pai pai waho, ki tēnei uh, papa o tanga, uh, kei ākoe te wai. Over to you to introduce who you are. Oh, tēnā koe, Jay, suatahi, e whakaaro aroha ki te whānau, o ngā mate o te pōnei. Kia ora. Mera. A, ko taki timu te waka, Ko Nāti Kaununu te iwi, ko Nāti Hene Pare Ngai Pāwhao, Nāti Māhu o Kuhapu, ko Kohuke te te maunga, ko Kaikaura te awa, no whare rangi a hau, ko Manahau te tipuna whare, no ahuriri a hau, ko tipune kato tō kūngwa. Tēnei tumhi atu ki a koutou. Kia ora, Chai. Awesome to again. It's been a little while since hanging out in your neck of the woods up in Nāti Rangi. Um, which a lot of uh, a lot of the things I get up to now are inspired by you and the time we spend with you. So it's awesome. Yeah, and um, listening to the last the last speakers as well, and um, following the journey of, of this new platform of of sharing and learning. So yeah, mami kia koe. 
And yeah, you remind me of, of our time at home um, with the Matariki expression, part of Tuya. And uh, what I, what I, the reason why I support Tuya is because it's a chance for me to learn, chance for me to grow, and it's a chance for me to connect in with uh, another generation of people um, so that they can uh, keep me in check and make sure that I'm trying to stay as as relevant as possible. <laughs> um, but I no, really appreciate uh, you coming on tonight, Tipene. And um, Etiwi, I, I met Tipene a couple of years ago as part of a rangatahi program, or a movement actually, a rangatahi movement kutuya. And uh, uh, I was real, always impressed with, with Tipene, uh, but, but the whole team, and um, really great to have you on board tonight, Tipene. And uh, want to mihi to the previous speakers as well, to Polly, uh, to Tikawa, and to the brother Garrett last week, and now to Tipene joining us. So uh, I'm going to hand it straight over to you. It's Taite Talks, and the way Taite Talks work, works, everybody that's new to this, is um, I bring in a manuhiri, somebody who follows this program, uh, follows this channel and um, invite them in to share some thoughts, ask some questions, and we have a call it from there. So, kia koe tibene. Oh, tina koe yeah. yeah, like I said before, we had lots of questions about all sorts of things. Um, yeah, I'll, I'll hit you up about some of them later. But one of the f things that I've been thinking about and just appreciating uh, the sharing, and, and, and I think other speakers have acknowledged that as well, the sharing of, like yourself, Rangi, uh, people like Marcus, um, all sorts of people who go around and, and they share not everything, but enough to keep us on our journey and, and, and learn and grow. And I was wondering with you, as, as something as well for me, I've been, I guess, I'm lucky enough to have a few people who share stuff and then not knowing really what to do with it, um, whether you can share it again or you've got to hold on to it and, you know, whether it's for one person to know or or the many to know or different groups. And I was just wondering what sort of people that you've had in your life um, that may have, have, have helped bring you up into the person that you've been and shared some of that matauranga, whether it be whakapapa about the taiao, like you said about going out to the bush and reading the bark and stuff like that. And, you know, how have they sort of guided you along, what you share and how you share it? Yeah, tēnākui, I, I think about... Um my key teachers, and I had four principal teachers, um, but even even the other elders that, that guided me along my journey, is number one, they gave their cordial freely. And they gave it with very little restriction. Uh, and then the other point is they, um, once they saw and or heard me use it, they gave me more, and um, I was encouraged to use it uh, and show them on the marae that I understood what they had given. And um, if I if I used it properly, they'd give me more. Um, if I might not have used it in the best way, they'll give me tips. And so I, I think. Um, being fortunate enough to have seen some great examples of not just uh, kōrero tukuiho in action, 
but also our values in action and taking people on a journey. And uh, when you see that stuff uh, and you see it so many times, you pre it's easier to practice, um, even if it, you start off by mimicking it. But it's easier to practice because it's um, what you see and what you actually thought was the norm. So yeah, I think I think when I think when when I reflect on on those people, uh, yeah, I was fortunate enough to see them uh, showing the example in real life in real time, and that helped for me to not only practice that, but then since they've all passed, uh, also reflect. Yeah, kia ora, kia ora. Yeah, that's also, I love that, that sharing freely. And yeah, we have so many people that do that, um, who do share freely. And yeah, can see, definitely can see a few that continue to share more or not continue to share more, depending on how it's, yeah, how it's been used. And, and it can be used really well or, or used in a not a good way as well. So yeah, kia ora. Yeah, one of the other, yeah, one of the other things I was thinking about, um, it's a space at the moment that I, I know I'm not toe on in terms of, um, I guess, some of the our, our wahi tapu and our kainga and our, um, our whakapapa, or mainly the places, really, that, that we have. Um, and I, I'm in two minds around whether we protect them, like, no, don't touch it, uh, whether it be some ruakumara or, you know, terraces for kainga or middens and things like that. And I was just wondering if you had any yeah, perspective on maybe how that used to be, you know, back when our back back before Europeans came in, and the way we think about our historical sites now. Yeah, if we start with middens, what's really important about middens is middens is rubbish, eh? So middens are archaeological sites where you will find the rubbish of your ancestors. And so they're usually pits where they threw stuff and buried it. And I, I think um, the reason why middens are important in archaeology is that they, they are a, um, there are a glimpse into what, what, the ancestors were using in everyday life. And that's why middens are important to archaeology. Um, for me, middens are just just a chance to ketu ketu, to, to have a look around, to scourge around, and if you get lucky, you get lucky. <laughs> so that's number one. Number two, um, the different wahi tapu and wahi tupuna, and I was part of the Māori board for um, Heritage New Zealand that came up with a secondary classification because it used to just be wahi tapu and then we also put in wahi tupuna. Um, and the thing with wahi tupuna is, is sometimes the places we find were just places where our tupuna lived and though they may be important, but when we place wahi tapu on everything and anything, um, if it was a garden and the whānau 
that have that land want to put another modern version of gardens, I think people need to have the conversation because it aligns to what the use was and therefore is it appropriate to do it again. And it's too simplistic to give a blanket answer, but it depends on the context, what the issues are, and the significance of who reside in the or use those places. Um, it's a bit different of, um, if you look at treaty settlement, sometimes people claim things where you're tipping at a mimi or stub their toe and saying, oh, no, I have mana whenua here. <laughs> Whereas I know how many times I've pulled over on the side of the road because I've been busting, <laughs> and I don't think it's appropriate for me to claim those places. <laughs> um, but it's, it's about... Um, Context, is there, a, is there a future use? Is that use appropriate? And, and how you take your people, again, how you take your people on that journey to identify what's best for the land and for the people. Mm. I'm not sure if I answered that for you. No, you did. There's yeah, lots to think about because I, I know I'm on the... I've, I've been on the other side or at the stage in my life I'm on the other side where I, and I protect it, protect it because um, I know the feeling of going there and as a person who hasn't grown up in Te Ao Māori but I guess learning about our sites and how I connect to it and then take people there and see their connections to it um, sort of, yeah, I feel that um, their connection and you can see it when they go there and see it and hear the corridor. so yeah, I'm can definitely you... on the other side at the moment so I'm trying to balance that, you know Today we had an example um, where we were digging up, yeah, digging up our Ruakumara and the archaeologists were there and that sort of stuff. And I was so sad. I was like, no, don't do it, don't do it. But yeah, it's it's good for Carl to think about because yeah, it's at the end of the day, it's it's not there. Um, but I know my connection to it and how I feel when I go mm. to see Artsinana uh, as well. And yeah, well, and the most important thing around connection is um, maintaining the connection no matter what. Mm. You know, I, I know there's this one paddock which is grazed now, which is hugely significant to me and my family, our movement, and to the Ratana Church. Um, and, you know, the use is different now, but um, massively important. And it's about how you keep the core at all alive. And I think that's the most important thing. The other thing is you, you raised a point about not being raised into our Māori. Do you want to talk to us about your journey and how you've got into all of this other stuff now? Yeah, I guess, yeah, made up of a few different bloodlines, but, yeah, brought up brought up in our, oh, I guess, at our papakainga um, next to our marae. Um, and, yeah, I've always had this connection to the marae. We had to mow the marae lawns and, you know, all that sort of stuff and weed all the gardens all the time and yeah not many of us doing it but my brother and I, I remember us doing that a lot and always had this connection but we you know we didn't have anyone with the reo around us a lot of our whanau moved to Ratana um yeah and just want to acknowledge also to um the passing of Nigel Hamahuna um down there who was mm -hmm. about to yeah help carve out yeah, which we're doing at the moment so yeah we're closely related to them um down there so a lot moved away 
um, and other whānau to other areas and obviously the urban drift and all that sort of stuff. So I had that connection, but our marae wasn't really functioning. Like it wasn't a functional marae. We didn't have many things happening and that sort of stuff. And it wasn't until I went away um, around the motu with this, with this kapapatuia um, where I started to see all these other people who, you know, were doing similar things or, you know, had dreams and visions that I, I, I sort of had as well of being on it at our marae and it thriving and having a fuddy again and all those sorts of things. And yeah, meeting people like you and Marcus and you know, everyone that we come across, Ruakiri, and hearing this corridor and going, Whoa, far out, this is this is who I am, not here in this place, but at my own home I have I have this corridor, I have these tipuna, I have these stories, uh, these connections to place, to people, uh, to the bush, to the sea, um, which is not something I was sort of brought up with besides farming and, and that sort of practice, I guess, that sort of connection. And it wasn't until someone showed me. I remember it. It was it was with you actually. We were at at a lake, going to one of the lakes at Ruapehu, and Marcus showed me how to um, open up a, a manuka seed. Manuka seed. Yeah, he opened up this manuka seed. And he's like, look, there's like a hundred. There's a hundred trees in the seed, and he talks about the apple, and you know, it's not about how many seeds are in the apple. It's about how many apples are in the tr- in the seed. Are oh, the trees are in the seeds. I was like, whoa, yeah. this is amazing. I could grow a tree. Wow. So I grew these trees and I couldn't believe it. They all grew. And it meant to another tree and a different type of tree. And suddenly I didn't know any trees. And now I knew gradually all these extra trees and then learning stories about Mahuika and you know how Maui had dodged the, you know, dodged the flame and went into these raka. And now we're like starting fires with this, you know, with these Tōpara and the five rako, you know? I was like, whoa, this is like, this is, these are the corridor that we still have in our stories that I didn't see before, and but through those small connections um, of seeing it and going, whoa, this is cool. And I guess that was the drive for le- wanting to learn more, which moves on to the real, the language within the, within those stories, within those, oh, within everything. Mm. And yeah, sort of sparked it to being able to go around the motu, but it was also almost a sad way to learn about myself was to go out to all these places around the motu and then realise, you know, that home was so special. But I'm glad it happened that way. Well, you know, and I, think, I think sometimes it's just meant to be, eh? Yeah. Because um, as frustrating as it can be sometimes for both people learning, teaching and or trying to maintain or revive uh we're ready when we're ready Mm. and um when the consciousness sparks the flame uh, if you allow that flame to ignite uh, and grow then then you can do some pretty amazing things um anyway anyway um Okay, thank you for sharing that, uh, Tipene. Talk to me. Uh, what, what, what's another question? Because I know you said you had quite a few, but we won't we won't go too long. But yeah, what's what's a couple more questions? Yeah, I think, oh, there's so many going around. Eh? <laughs> um, I guess yeah, one of the things. Like with the, I, yeah, one of the things I've been thinking about, and there's been a lot of corridor about, you know, the Maramataka and, you know, the, all these you know, different versions and um, 
yeah, and there's there's now materials that are made up and they're given and you know they're piloted out to schools and you know you get this one version and that's what you learn and that's the corridor. <laughs> I guess what's your advice? Um, yeah, for us locally, I guess to better connect and um, yeah understand our own. I know you've talked about it a little bit before, but yeah, understand our own maramataka and maybe two or three things that we could do today or tomorrow. Um, to go out and, and connect to that better, maybe a couple of things that we could do. Yeah, I, I think um, number one, where you can find a local maramataka, start there and then record. Record your own um, your own um, observations because that will help you to... Uh, It'll help you to get to the right place. It'll get you to the right place to then start making making things uh, adapt to your local situation. And that's why there's difference, is because, number one, if you're on the East Coast as opposed to the West Coast, it's going to set at a different time. Number two depending on what the key geographical features are, um, you might not see some things. Uh, and depending on the angle, the moon will look slightly different in Invercargill to Kaitai. And similarly, uh, Mahia and Parihaka. And that's, that's because of the changes in longitude and latitude between those four examples. And so things are going to look slightly different. It's no different to when you go up to uh, the Northern Hemisphere. For us, everything's back to front. And when they come to us, everything's back to front for them. You know, whether that's the stars or even the water in a, in a, um, in a basin and, and, and a toilet. When you flush the toilet or you pull the plug and the water goes down, it goes down different ways depending on which um, which uh, uh, hemisphere you're in, and so you know just the the moons, uh, not the moon, the, the 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 different places we are in the world, and no different to the different places we are here in Aotearoa and Waipuna. There will be subtle variations that we have to just adapt to. And so um, that's why I encourage people to make their own observations so that you can get to the right space. Uh, and it will then become a taonga for your mokopuna. And, um, and I actually think the best taonga is in those first couple of years of trial and error. Because... Because we always look at the perfect example, which is often put into a book, when actually I think there's just as much learning in, um, in the trial and error because, you know, all of the manuscripts you read, people wait until they've got it sussed before they start writing. Whereas I think the more that you can see that your tupuna was human rather than the mantis, uh, it just helps you get a better perspective on who your tupuna was and therefore 
who you are or who we are. Mm. Well, the last question I was thinking about, um, yeah, it's been it's been cool learning about the Manu um, from you and, and others and, and observing them and watching them. But yeah, what's your favorite bird and, and how come? I don't think I have a favorite bird. Um, I I love seeing birds, and uh, I will be focused more in on depending on where I am as to what what blessings they are giving me for that moment, uh, what potential warnings they might be giving me, and or I suppose there are some birds that I look at and I often go, hmm, I wonder what you tasted like. <laughs> so, so, yeah, I don't think I have a favourite bird, um, though I do love the, the sound of the kereru as it flies. I do love the the movement of the ty waka and i think the rudu is really really cute um, just how it moves its head and its eyes and um and then a a really good full tui uh is also quite stunning especially when you see that greeny blue because it, it looks black, and then depending on how the light shines on it, you'll see a greeny tinge or a bluey tinge. And so all of those different things, I think, are pretty stunning. Yeah. Kapai. Oh, well, Tipene, um, really good to have you uh, on tonight. Uh, I've got one final question for you. Have you got any tips for people that are exploring and on their journey to find out more about themselves. Yeah, I think I think if you just if you just trust that it'll come to you, whatever you're searching for, and you surround yourself with with people that you know and you trust are looking after you, and they're, you're there there to look after you and what they're sharing with you, and um, yeah, and just carry on it doesn't matter how much you know it doesn't matter if you can do this or do that yet and and you'll have you'll find your you'll find your niche whatever it is you'll find your purpose and you'll be able to get onto that path and yeah try and yeah stay to it and carry on sure. and just keep finding those people who, are, who know and align yourself with them and like you say just share it because that's the best way to well it's definitely a way that i remember remember things about different things and yeah yeah well, and, and just on that to wrap us up, share and when you learn something, try and do it as quick as possible. Try and do it straight away because then that helps embed that knowledge, which is why the old world encourage you to stand up here too so that you can practice it straight away and um, it embeds into your, into the, the noggin a bit quicker. Makati, tipune, me ora ngako, iwakai mai kwe kia urua, uru mai kiro toki tenei kaupapa, no reira tena kwe. Everybody, uh, great to have you on board tonight, and we will be back um, 
on Tuesday for co-host sessions and then uh, uh, on Thursday for um, for Taite Talks. And um, we'll see who our manuhiri is next week. Tēnei kāmi hea tuku a koutou katoa. I roto i tēnei pō. Kei te pāpā, Chris, e moe, e oke. Kei te oaene, e ane. Aere atu rā, tu ono atu kōrua ki te iwi nei. Kōrua koutou ki a koutou. Tātou ngā mā ue tangi o emi nei, e tangi nei, i roto i tēnei pō. Rire, rire au. Pai mā rire. Kia ora. Nā te puni kōkiri e pūtea tautoko, made with support from te puni kōkiri. Nā Puoro Jerome, ngā reo Puoro. Soundtracks from Puoro Jerome.